When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the most dangerous podcast in the podcast world. <sighs> we are back again with the 133rd episode of your mama's favorite podcast. And your sister's. Of your nana's favorite podcast. And your primas. Of your auntie's favorite podcast. Eat the grandma. This is the illustrious Matt Mania Prod. Eh. Matt, Prod. Ma- Matt Mania Prod. Damn, it was so perfect. <laughs> it was that so point. good. Ruined it. This that was so good. It. We're gonna do it live. This wow, is, are you gonna do it again? Or are we just going from that? No. Should I do it again? No, no, no. no this, this is rolling. This, 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 this is live. Right. We, we do, do it live. Oh that God. was a really good intro, right? Yeah, you, you ruined us. You, you I did ruined ruin it. the intro. This is now a podcast. This is now a pro- this is, you I, know what though? You know what? You're putting in the same effort WWE's putting. I phoned it in, guys. Phoned it in. Totally just sitting here off the top of the dome. I'm not gonna, shooting from the hip. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let him lie to you, people. <laughs> this is the Matt he Mania podcast. He wasn't phoning though. that in. He was trying to give that. I was trying to put us over. He, he was trying to put us. I was over. trying to put <laughs> us over. Then he botched it. I did botch it. We are lot. What's up? Your looks are scaring me. I'm sorry. I'm we, sorry. We are coming to you live from the official home of the Matt Mania podcast. This is the Matt Mania Arena. This, this is, is the, illustrious. the official Bacha Mania Arena. This is the Mania Dome. <laughs> this is baby. the Mania Dome. This is DigiLab Studios, recordingstudiophoenix.com for all your recording and audio and visual needs. Yeah. Come so, play a record. Come play your ukulele. Ooh, ukulele. Or your grandma's triangle dinner. I heard Elias was going re- to record here next time WWE's <clears> in town, so he might be recording one of his great exactly. uh, intros. going to get interrupted by what, somebody. What, if what you're would lucky. Eli- what would Elias hey. do? He would rent some time at DigiLab he, Studios. He would rent some time at DigiLab Studios. So, <clears throat> um, Yes, lead booker Megaran is currently gallivanting across the continental United States. God, please so. go to Megaran.com yes. slash shows and check out uh, a Megaran near you. Yes, and he actually has told us he's, he's met some fellow <laughs> Matt Maniacs on the road, so... All the Matt Maniacs who have seen Mega Ran live on stage, as we appreciate y'all for checking in, yeah, supporting the lead booker. These Shout out to all of Mountain Nerd. Like Goofballs. <laughs> what? <laughs> These guys. I'm just listening to you guys, watching you guys bounce off each other. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's what we do. Uh, this voice you're hearing, I am Brock Knowledge, uh, holding it down uh, with three of my good friends. Los amigos. Wrestling, wrestling aficionados, wrestling lovers. Um, yeah, to my left we have... Wrestling's teacher, brother, secret lover, the oh, Neo X. Secret lover. Okay. Hey. <laughs> to your left, to his you know, left. Are you aware of this? Yes. The person who's good for my soul. Oh, I'm so good for your soul. Who are you, sir? This is Captain Caveman, a.k.a. Derek Monty, occasionally known as the mayor of Reseda, California. From and the Steel Cage. a WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, yes. Don't forget that. WWE. It's important to yeah. let people know. I don't, well, yeah. I don't like to brag. I'm bragging for you. I appreciate it. You know? I appreciate the intro. You know? Additionally, <laughs> this is what this is the wild card episode. Yes, it is. Wild card, bitches. Therefore, you have Steel Cage, Matt Mania, yep. Matt Mania, Steel Cage. Anything can happen. Anything Jelly can on your happen. Anything butter. can happen. I'm over here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm obligated to be over here as one of the crossover members of the Steel Cage <laughs> right. podcast. Speaking of, did Rock do? No, not yet. No, no. tomorrow. No, Oops, sorry, tomorrow. Maybe. 
<laughs> if you're not watching Endgame, it's wild. It's hard rule. In my defense, I was watching Endgame again, so I couldn't do it. That's a valid reason, even though what I've is seen that? it. Nine time, nine time. And look, man, let's keep this episode spoiler free because <laughs> this guy over here still hasn't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? I still haven't seen it. I actually just saw Captain Marvel. But don't uh, listen. Already, to, then don't listen to last week's last episode. Week. I won't. There's a Promise. good 30 minute segment dedicated to Endgame. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm glad you said that though, so there will be no spoilers. I'm trying to give. I'm kind of, I appreciate it. Are you serious? You haven't seen it? I have a little girl. I know you do. And she keeps me from seeing it because she wants to see other stuff. But I, I got her on the road by, by viewing Captain Marvel. She liked it? Oh, she loved it. Yeah. She has she it. seen the new Spider-Man? The... She has seen the new Spider-Man, the animated one. Yeah. yeah she oh, the spider versus fire. fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's she's on board with all of it. You Good. Know? I, I, I'll, I'll give a shout-out, honestly. Like, I know. And to be honest, I'm on both sides of this, right? So I know there's a lot of dudes out there that are mad at, like, the feminine invasion into like the nerd world yeah and to a certain extent there's certain things i get like i heard there's going to be an all-female cliffhanger that seems completely unnecessary like a remake right but on the other side of it i'm a dad of a little girl yeah so when i sit there and take her to something like captain marvel or i take her to star wars or she's super hyped to see what ray's gonna do next or she's oh, like yeah, you know what i mean like she's sitting there talking the focal point right yeah it's 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 different, and I don't know if I'll ever see it any different way because I was watching Captain Marvel with her next to me. She's grabbing my arm. She's excited about shit, and it's a completely different experience. Mm. You know what I mean? When you have that little girl that's like – and to be honest, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't have a son, right? So to have a, something like that that bonds us, just like wrestling yeah. kind of does or, or Star yeah. Wars does – it's I, I I don't have a problem with it. It's amazing, but that's just my own personal you experience. Definitely get a different perspective and feeling. Definitely, you know, like I work with a couple of single guys that are big fans of this stuff, and to hear them talk about like Captain Marvel and such, they're not they're not like what you would expect of the of the online hateration when it comes yeah, to yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. But they definitely don't have very you know enjoyable experiences. Not the same that I did. You know, uh, again, was dope. My, mine was mine was greatly affected by the fact that yeah. I'm looking over, I'm enjoying it, and then I'm looking over seeing this eight year old with like stars in her eyes. About you know, I think there's a difference. Stars in the eyes, unless yeah. unless you're Kevin Smith. I mean, it's really hard to get that stars in the eyes sometimes when you're watching movies. Yeah, exactly, nowadays. exactly. And I think I watch it through her. You know mm. what I mean? So mm. it was Kevin it was Smith cool. cried giving his review of Endgame. <laughs> he has stars in his eyes when he I watches. Think, movie. How can you well, not love that guy? I think I think there's a difference, man. When you talk about. Uh, comic book movies like there's a big part of me that feels like an old man when I hear people talk about it because mm-hmm. it's like it's these young cats that have had them since they were little like some oh, of these guys are in their though. 20s like, and they've had like Iron yeah. Man when they were like 5 years old and eight, you know 10 years old like we didn't have that right so my com- my comparisons are few and far between yeah. it's still better than most of the stuff I've ever seen in life and, the, the, and honestly comic books themselves kind of suck at times like you're comparing it not to like Shakespeare you're not comparing comparing it to like some of the best literature in the world you're comparing it to comic books so in my opinion they accurately portray the source material that they are you know utilizing and that's some one thing that, i'll never some really writing, some of that writing is highbrow some of the some of the some kind oh, of some of those yes. oh no and that's yeah. the thing is, it's is just comic the fact book. that you can't fit a whole serialized comic into like the new yorker a movie comic book writing though has evolved over the years comic book writing now is amazing compared to some of the stuff yeah. we had when we were kids in oh, like yeah, the 80s and shit exactly i mean like i'm just that. talking about just the basic <clears throat> ass stuff it's, that we used to it's have it's not super you know I mean? it's not super catered to kids correct you yeah. know what i mean and and, and like right you know now, what happened all the kids that are reading them when they were kids 
they're our age now. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of them are still reading them, but now the content is different. I mean, some of them are the right, ones making these have, movies. And they yeah. do have comics that are for kids. But, um, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. Did your Did your daughter see Wonder Woman? She did. She oh. loved Wonder Woman. But there was something different about, like, because I think with the, the – you Captain know, Marvel Marvel's, Marvel's better. That's well, what's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I, I don't, I don't I think, think Captain Marvel was better than Wonder Woman. Yeah, no. I mean, and Captain Marvel is kind of... I, I understand people's complaints with the story and such, right? But I think for me, for her, like, that's the first female character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that got their own story, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. that's that for her, I think, is the thing, is, like... I'm trying to get her into this story yeah. about Thanos. I made her watch. I took her to watch Infinity Gauntlet. She's been on part of this ride. You know what I mean? But like, did she like that one? She did, but now she cares. Like yeah, now yeah, she yeah, has yeah, her yeah. dude. She's you know what I mean? Oh, that. she's gonna geek out though. Now. Right? She's gonna right. geek her, out. Yeah. Oh, Captain Marvel. You know what oh. I mean? Like she has her person. Like she, yeah. you know, she. She likes Spider-Man. She likes certain characters, you know, whatever. But, like, you know, it's kind of weird because I've, I've watched some tough movies with her. Just had yeah. to, like, oh, yeah. just I've watched, dad, li- dad life. We watched Rogue One and we watched, like, uh, Infinity or Infinity War in the same weekend, right? There was a lot of, like, yeah. what happened to them? Well, I don't know. Yeah. They just, I don't know. That's how the story ends. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. You well, know? Here's, here's my issue and also being a dad of, of, a, of a girl, you know. Um, with those movies, well, my first issue was, oh, that's why I can't hear myself, is that I had Take head- out the other headphones. Yeah, I had headphones, <laughs> headphones, headphones on headphones. Is that Marvel should have never let DC beat them as far as putting out a solo female character because Very true. they were so hmm. far in the lead that Black Widow should have got a movie. Or somebody. Well, I mean, but she was the main correct, yeah, female yeah. antagonist. Phase whatever, two should have had a Black Widow movie yeah. for sure. So it's coming though. So in them doing that, and then also with, I mean, I know the stories are different, but with Wonder Woman just coming from like a strong line of women. So when that movie starts off, it's just that's all you see, and then it's like a fish out of water story with her trying to get used to being in the real world. Yeah. As far as like Captain Marvel, I just feel like it was kind of pushed more as. This is like, boys are telling us what not to do, and we're not going to take that shit kind of like agenda with that movie. That's a big part of it. But I think also <laughs> a lot of that idea, a lot of that concept is reinforced by the fact that you had this interview Brie Larson did where she was in a bu- in front of a bunch of white male reporters and made a comparison about how like there should be more diversity and made it comparison to the writer core in front of her. Right. So, but you have a bunch of dudes taking that personally and, and getting defensive about it instead of her just being like, well, look at this group of people in front of me. There's no people of color or no women in this group. Yeah. This is the exact kind of thing that like, we need more diversity. A bunch of white kind of nerds, but they, they that Nerd. gets, it, it gets taken defensively. And honestly, she was casting unnecessary stones at the exact fan base of this movie. <laughs> Say what you will about all the other people that are going to see this movie. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, it's still those guys that are, are the bread and butter of comic book movies. So what sucks about it is you had this weird campaign against the movie and all of that. <laughs> Everything gets convoluted. Everything gets turned <laughs> into that. But you're right. There was kind uh, of a boys my entire life have been telling me that I can't do it thing. Yeah, right? Like, it was definitely... Even like the trailer of like her keep getting knocked down and her keep getting up. It's well, like, and they straight up know, did that in the movie yeah, too. That wasn't even it, like you know. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's an overarching theme of the movie, which <clears> I know <throat> it's like saying like, oh, 
that's that's the same thing as saying like, oh, if you get knocked down, just get up again. Like no matter how many times you get sure. knocked down, it's but it's like, but you keep, but she keeps getting knocked down by the dudes though. Yeah, it's like it's not and, her, or ridiculed it's, by the right. dudes. It's yeah. not her losing the other girls. Yeah, it's not her just being like a strong female mm-hmm. in general. It's like, oh, let's make sure that it's dudes that are disrespecting <coughs> women. That's a good that point. You're putting in their place. Yeah, like the one one thing Wonder Woman did better was was given that girl power feeling without needing it to be that she was put down by men. Exactly. But it's different because, because she comes no from a line of, yeah, no men, right? So she just comes from this strong women, mm. Amazonian you know, mm. background, and now she lives in today's society. Death by snooze. It's, it's <laughs> interesting, man. I mean, I don't know. I think overall, right, I though, mean, Wonder Woman's problem was that it was kind of like um, Captain America. Yeah. I still feel like it was sure. better than Captain America, but being set in the same time zone means like you, it's kind of hard to not do the same army shit. <laughs> One of the things I I always remember thinking when I was a kid was being confused between DC and Marvel characters because they were so close, mm-hmm. right? Like I remember having this uh, uh, Wonder Woman comic where she, where I thought she faced Catwoman and it was Cheetah, or che- what was the Cheetah or Cheetah. whatever, right? Yeah, you know, like there there's almost a character in Marvel that directly coincides with a character in the <coughs> DC universe in a way. Marvel were always a little bit cooler. Especially in the 90s. Yes. They were always a little bit more Marvel modern. Marvel always had the better versions of these characters. Well, they were always less hokey, right? You like looked the, at you, you looked the at the B, DC lineup. You and the like the B team. There was, there was nobody in the DC the lineup. Deadpool is the exact, and everybody should know the story He's about. Like Deathstroke. 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 That they, yep. ma- that they made him purposely. They did it, yeah. Like, his name is like the other dude's name backwards or something. He's a like, parody, right, yeah. Yeah, like, he's everything. that he, They were like, okay, we're just going to Look take, at him now. We're just going to take <coughs> this and redo it. Yeah. <laughs> like, hence my point, the better version. Yeah, right. the better versions in Marvel. I mean, you got to give him credit for that. Ryan like, Reynolds someone like Ryan Reynolds Will Smith. Gets, Ryan Reynolds who, gets that who would win? De- Deadpool uh, is... Wrong person. Right? Deadpool's the only Isn't character that knew Will he Smith? was... Will Smith is Deadshot. Oh, Deadshot. Dead yeah, My yeah, bad. Yeah. Deathstroke right. is... Um, Deathstroke's, Get your bad DC movies Deathstroke, together in Deathstroke's order. Deathstroke's a completely different <laughs> character. Something... Yeah. Menonel... Menonel... What's the dude from... Um, Andy Milanakis. Not Andy Milanakis. Don't look at me for DC shit. Yeah. No. I was going to ask you... He was Matter like, Eater um, Lad. <laughs> I have no idea. That's this has gone off the rails. Yeah. yeah, so we didn't even introduce the the, the, the fourth member of the group tonight. Uh, he's been talking. T-Call. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> that was T-Call, the villain in the building. It was easy. He's chilling. It was easy. Uh, yeah, we're here tonight. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk some wrestling eventually. We're going to do some putovers. Um, yeah, man, it's been, a, it's been a slow week in wrestling, I think, again. Yeah, I agree. Wrestling hasn't really been the most interesting. I mean, in my opinion, I've been... Catching up on the Crockett Cup, mm. so I finally saw that. Um, I think I was also watching like yeah, the Road to Don Taku. Don Taku. That sounds like a, a Friday night dinner reservation. It really yeah. does. At a so, good place. Sounds like a really good place. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. go there and have yeah. like. I never get into Don Taku. <laughs> uh, but you know, as we do on the Matt Mania podcast each and every week, we begin the show with a putover segment. We put over something outside the world of professional wrestling. Oh, um, that's the guy right there. What you got? Uh, that's him. That, that guy right guy. there, I can see him. That guy. The guy who plays Deathstroke is Joe Mananella. I still don't know how to say that guy's name from True Blood. Oh. Oh. Still not Joe, doing nothing for me, but I. Joe Mangianella. Oh, there Mangianella. You, you know who that guy is? Yeah, I know him. He, came, he, he him came to a by, PWG by event. By his face, yeah. You watch True Blood? 
Isn't that the no. guy who looks he used like? To do- isn't it like Damien Sandow? He used to do- uh, he date Sofia Vergara. Yeah. <clears throat> he brought Sofia Vergara to a PWG event. He dated Sofia Vergara, and he brought her to PWG. Yeah, that means is that, that means he brought her to the Legion around her mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, they showed times. they showed him at an end credit scene on one of those movies as Deathstroke. So mm. yeah, I remember watching uh, Caliente on Telemundo when I was like 15, 16, and one of the girls dancing was Sofia Vergara. Oh man, God bless. Shout outs to uh, '90s Mexican telenovelas, and yeah, and they Mexican had no, television. they had no problem having Ooh. them girls with the yams out, just asses everywhere. I used to walk, I used to walk in my mom's bedroom, and she was watching like. <clears throat> Sabado Gigante and like some of the girls would have like you know the signs and stuff, <clears throat> and I just sit there like like open mouth like. Sabado Gigante Internacional. Get out of here. When I lived, no doubt, when I lived in Puerto Rico in. I thought oh. you were gonna say something different. Like when I lived in the Dominican Republic. No, this was in '97. Uh, yeah, I would just watch like music, television, like the video, like their version of MTV, all day long, all day long. That's all you needed to do. It was a constant parade of. The most absolutely gorgeous women <coughs> that you could oh, see yeah. on television. Cars, girls. I didn't need anything else. The beach. Every, the reggaeton, I was good. Boom, boom. You had big pun. I did. <laughs> like, God bless Puerto Ricans had big pun. So that's that's tight. That's that's like a win for y'all. Is, is uh, Fat Joe Puerto Rican? He is. Yeah, but he's, he's Cuban. Cuban. No, he's from Puerto Rico. Is he Puerto Rico? I think he's Cuban. I, 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 don't I, know. Know. I don't know. They rock different hats. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're all the same. We don't there. fact check on this yeah. on this podcast. Interesting side <clears throat> side note is when I was there, the 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 people that Puerto Ricans are most racist towards oh. are, are Dominican Republicans, oh, followed by Cubans, followed by Mexicans. Yeah. And that shit was hilarious because I'm like, like you're getting wow, darker, you're not even you don't even get, you don't even get out, of, out of the Latin you don't even get out of the Latin wheelhouse. Huh? They, I've, I've always gotten along racism well with Puerto Ricans. I've never had a problem with Puerto Ricans. So I don't know. They're good people. Yeah, they're good, good people. people. We keep to ourselves. Great food. Hell yeah, we do. Great fry everything. We do. Fry everything. We do. Like, like I say that like Mexicans don't <laughs> <laughs> like refry it. Oh, just yeah. toss some more lard meal. No. Cook it. Re- re- refry meal. Oh my god. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this is the putover segment. We'll get into that. Uh, who wants to uh, kick us off? Because I'm, I'm going to do a live putover and hopefully it'll work out. Okay, I'll start it off. I have to make a phone call. Um, you're going to call the WWE hotline? No, it, it's it's a live congratulatory phone call to a friend that just graduated college yesterday. Okay, okay. All right, so I'm going to put over. What was I look for their teak? <laughs> He's using his platform to escalate him to escalate himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- I've been watching an anime called The Promised Neverland. Not to be confused with so, Neverland Ranch. No, no. So as soon as you as soon as you hear the title, what do you think? Just guess. I thought obviously my mind went you straight thought, towards okay, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> so you said yeah. Neverland. Oh my God, that's like Lost Boys, Peter Pan, scary, scary place. Lost Boys, Peter Pan, almost. Okay. Uh, so it's really cool. It, it's actually about. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll just read the description. Yeah, do that. The orphans of Gracefield House only have to abide by one cardinal rule: to never leave the orphanage. However, when the rules ever stop, cur- or I'm sorry. However, when have the rules ever stopped the curious children? Emma and Norman break the rule only to discover the horrifying Fucking truth Emma. of their existence. Oh, damn it, damn Again, it Norman! Something happens. And this is actually tried and true. They discover the horrifying truth to their existence. It is such a good anime. I want to make jokes, but I'm so bored that I can't even make jokes. Yeah. Good joke. What is the anime on? It's on like Crunchyroll, oh. uh, VRV. I don't even like know that. what that I don't even know it's what just that means. Cool I've ordered a Crunchyroll before. You're not wrong. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great anime. I suggest it. It's like especially for like thrillers, uh, character progression and development. 
uh, I've actually had my opinion changed on like four different characters like four different times. So like these these characters will grab <coughs> you and then you hate them and you love them. It's and funny yeah, that it's off really your good. description that you said that it was Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. Yeah, that's why I said did close. You, did you ever read the comic that is um, about Peter Pan and their vampires? No. You should, you should look it up. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's the it's basically the story that you would think it is. It's yeah, like yeah. that's uh, dark. Kids, that sounds dark. Exactly. I don't know. Kids, man. That's why Captain Hook was kids almost getting looked kidnapped as a good by guy. vampires, and that's why they're kids and they don't grow up because they're vampires. And See, I also read I an like alternate it. an alternate time where Captain Hook was actually hired by the ch- by the children's parents to find Peter Pan and those lost kids, mm. and and Captain Hook was the good guy trying to be Peter Pan because he's a kidnapper. Peter Pan's a kidnapper. He wants them boys. them boys. I've always been a big fan of Peter Pan. I always watch it whenever, like, that new one that came out in theaters, I watched it. It was yeah. trash. Yeah. I tried mm. to make myself believe it was good. I like the I'm hook. A fan of Peter Hook's, Pan. Hook's still amazing. Hook is solid. Hook, Hook, Hook is, is still solid. amazing. Yeah. The one from the 90s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with Robin Williams. Yeah, that one's but still. But there's, like, a three-part sci-fi Peter Pan movie, and I what? think it's called, yeah. And a I sci-fi think, Peter Pan movie? No sci-fi like it came on the sci-fi oh, channel. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, not okay. like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do you know? Like what yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's yeah. aliens in it. Sci-fi had good stuff during that run too. They did other stuff too. Oh, they did. Peter Pan, yeah. Oh. They had like miniseries. That one ended up being like Peter Pan and Captain Hook came from like back in the past, like in the I don't know, like the sixties or something or whatever, like in London or whatever. And Peter Pan was like a thief working for Captain Hook. And then he found this globe that like transported them to Neverland. Hmm. Oh. It was weird, but it was dope. And All then right. he grew up over there. And that is Teak's put over. <coughs> yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> he, just hij- he just hijacked the put over. <laughs> Watch Neo Peter Pan. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to put over a show on Netflix that I don't even know how yeah, the hell to awesome. describe it. It does. <laughs> Basically, it's a sketch comedy show called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. <laughs> okay. It's a Netflix original. <laughs> and it's. Absolutely, it came on my suggestions. It's absolutely fucking insane. It's I can't describe it because it's just a bunch of random sketches yeah. that don't really even seem <clears throat> that funny at first, and somehow each and every single one of them spiral out of control into something that's just ludicrous. Uh, Is it kind of like the uh, Adrian on, uh, Andre? Sure. Show where it's yeah, like yeah, Eric the Eric, Eric Andre, Andre, thank show. you. Yeah, it's something like that. It's definitely like Adult Swim type weird. humor. It's weird humor, right? But I don't think it goes as far as some of that stuff goes because I love Eric Andre. Yeah, but yeah. still, there's times where that son of a bitch ends up like naked, covered in egg on his desk, and I'm just like, where Where did we go wrong here? And how is this funny any longer? Yeah, like yeah. I'm not even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like funny for a minute, and then you went like way awkward and over the top, right? Lost me. It's not to say that this show doesn't go that extra step. Yeah. But it's for some reason, it's really funny when it does. And so like it doesn't have it has random like cameos from celebrities and stuff in it. It's really high production value surprisingly. <clears throat> and like when you see the guy right. that it stars Netflix. Tim Robinson, you'll have recognized him as like really small who roles. is t- who is t- what, what exactly. has he been in? I can't even tell you okay. what he's been in. Like because it's like really small roles on TV shows and things I've seen. And what's it called again? It's called I think you should leave. Okay. And I'll tell you man, it's really short, but it's it's one of those shows. And it's that a like, sketch show. Yeah, it's this? a sketch. Okay. It's sketch okay. comedy. It takes me back to like Mr. Show with Bob and David you, you and said things Robins like that. Robins or Robin? Uh, Robinson. Tim, with Tim with Robinson. 
Okay, because I put Robbins and I got Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, no, that's a little bit different. <laughs> a little bit different. Uh, but it's it's really sh- short, and like I said, it takes me back to like Mr. Show with Bob and David and those kind of mm. things that they used to do in the 90s with some of the sketch comedy shows, uh, the Ben Stiller show, things like that. Where He's not funny. Just, there was just really <clears throat> what? weird. Ben Stiller is not funny. Uh, How dare ye? No. How dare y'all for a lot? You, you like Ben Stiller? I can't. Uh, yes. Sorry, sorry. I can't completely disagree with you on that, but that's a whole <laughs> you other You just want to be liked. Bar. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I can't stand like meet the parents. Yeah. I, I, I like I literally cringed that entire movie. There was nothing about it that was funny. I don't find that particular kind of humor like, oh, all these bad things are happening to this totally nice guy that they shouldn't be <laughs> happening to. There is nothing that's funny yeah. about that for me. But again, I acknowledge that people find but other thing hum- humorous. Like it comes. He was with, funny in Dodgeball. Something about Mary. Funny, yes, and something right. about Mary. Yeah, and funny and, and right. he was. You can dodge a wrench. You can baby. dodge a ball. Hold yep. on. It was something else where he played a bit part. He was also funny in heavyweights. Um, Happy Gilmore. He was. He the, was hilarious. The, dick, the dickhead yeah. orderly in. Well, now you yeah. got now you got landscaping duty. <laughs> now your back's gonna hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. But no, uh, again, this show definitely check it out. <clears throat> You'd be surprised okay. by how funny it is, and give it a chance too, because sometimes the sketches really go far past this point of. Yeah. Like, all right, the joke was there, but no, no, the punchline still hasn't come. Just it's, stay at it. It's a good show. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I'll, T- I'll take that T. Cole, <clears throat> what you got, sir? Um, Let's see what the Google device has to say. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to put over something that I haven't seen, but that I saw some of, because okay. it's a trailer. Have you guys seen a trailer for a movie called um, The Gemini Man? Yeah, with Will Smith versus Will Smith. Yeah, I still haven't is, seen the trailer. That shit is like I know what it is though. He's like fighting done. himself, right? Yeah, like yeah. I didn't think that Will Smith would get to the point in his career where he was doing shit like this. Because yeah. I'm so good, I gotta act with myself. Yeah, because when stuff like that starts happening, it's kind of like cheesy. Like, oh, you're gonna play all the characters or stuff like that. I mean, what else is he supposed to do at this point in his career? Though he's done everything. <laughs> I mean, exactly. So he didn't have to do this, which makes it so weird. Because like, oh wow, you're gonna go to like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator, like. Um, Sorry. Total Recall or whatever movie it was where Arnold Schwarzenegger was yeah, why don't the they clone. Do, yeah, oh, uh, Total Recall? I said no. that. Was it The Sixth Day? Yeah, no, but it's not Total Recall. It's, it's called like The Sixth Day or something like that or something. No, I thought that was the one that was about the <clears> devil. <throat> oh. Maybe I'm confused. I don't know. But there was a movie where he... where That's End of Days. Wait, is that not with Arnold? That's what I think I'm thinking of is End of Days. Either way it goes, um, <laughs> Will Smith is, like, in the Army, I guess. He's, like, Special Forces. And then they um, make a – he's watching the trailer. Oh, I'm like, wait, what I are you doing? remember that music. And um, and he's, like, the best special agent. So they, like, take some of him and make a clone. Yeah. And then I guess either the clone's gone rogue or something. So now they're sending him. He has to go kill himself? To kill the clone. Yeah. That reminds then, me of Boba Fett. And he's wondering why he's reminded. This reminds us of our conversation last week. <laughs> And he's <laughs> <laughs> now he's gonna have sex with his clone. <laughs> he's wondering why he can't kill himself, and it's because it's himself. Yeah. So he's one step ahead of himself. So he Spider-Man memes this entire movie. <laughs> it's a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, it'll probably be decent. Will Smith is looking like After Earth. Will Smith. He doesn't make a lot of. I mean, he doesn't make a lot of. Bad by the way, movie. the movie you were thinking of is Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Junior. No, that's where he's a it. clone. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm like, wait, what? Shut up. He was, he Shut was up. A, he was a twin. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. 
So and that's a that Wait, a no, no, Junior is when he when was he's pregnant. pregnant. Yes, yeah. when oh, he's well, pregnant. <laughs> so I had to think about that. Is, I'm like, no, twins was when he was a twin. Is Gemini a in theater or a Netflix movie? No, it's a it's going to be in theater. Okay, okay. And I'm going to. We well, never it. know anymore. It comes out October 11th, 2019. That's a long time away. So there's going to be at least like one more good trailer. I would like to see him do comedy again. There was a. That's what I'd like to see, see Will a, Smith do. I want to see, I see <laughs> Hitch to watch his YouTube Re-hitched. channel. I want to see a. Yeah, I want to see a Fresh Prince reunion yes. on his yeah. on his YouTube, on his Instagram, all yeah. that shit. He kills it on there. No, he really does. He did a. Um, did you see that Fresh Prince trailer? No, oh, the one the, that the serious one. Yeah. So on his YouTube, he like talks to those yeah. guys about it. He does a whole big thing. No, they, they should literally do like a like a one hour special, like a reunion of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That'd be dope. Well, I just thought it was dope that he co-signed those guys as far as like if they wanted to do. Because you could see where yeah. Will, because it'd be a, what Will Smith. Alfonso Ribeiro, Tatiana Ali, Karen Parsons. Sometimes when that kind of project comes up, though, I feel like it's just the one that's successful throwing the others a bone. It would be like if NSYNC ever reunited. It'd be JT throwing a bone. <laughs> like Justin, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to do that. No, it's a very good know. point. But at some point, it's going to happen. You know that, right? They're going oh, like yeah. to. They're going to have like a Vegas residency. You have to. Hey. Yeah. I just wanted to say because you brought up that movie, why was it such a weird time? when Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing those movies. I don't know. Because, what again, going on? you get to that point where you've done everything. He was right? trying. I he mean, was also trying to break out of the, the stigma that all he did correct. was, like, action, action, action. And I mean, then even I mean, after he that, what, he did, Kindergarten like, Cop. Yep. He did Twins. Yep. He did Junior. I like Twins. Jingle All the Way. I like Twins, man. Twins is a good movie. Yeah. No, Twins is not bad at all. Twins is enjoyable. Right? No, but I'm just Junior, saying, we just talked about. What, that's what I'm saying. He had, like, he, yeah, movies. he had a run of like, that's fr- like the family one, movies. That's he like had, the Rocks uh, Disney movies. Or really when is. he was when, in the beginning. When he was a Turbo Man. You know, yeah, that's Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. Okay. Yeah. See, it's it's kind of funny because I think of like Eddie Murphy, right? Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. had this successful run of movies, and now all of a sudden he just started doing kid stuff. But a lot of that coincided with like the trouble he got into with. You know, oh, that's right. Because when yeah. he came back, it was Doctor Doolittle, and then it was also it was the, the, the Professor Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. It was Nutty Professor, right? No, it could be that. I mean, I don't think it's all of, of that. A lot but of guys do that stuff. They'd be like, "Oh, my kids are into this stuff well, now." Or I he had a wild career, man. That, he had like the '80s, and then he like dipped off and was gone, and then came back, like you said, yeah. with the, yeah. kid, with the family I think, stuff. I think people though like get to a point where they know where the money's at, right? Like, it's one thing to get paid twenty million dollars. To go do this big budget action well, movie, yeah, right? At some point, but your when, fans get older. It's cool, but when you can yeah. sign a contract for ten million mm. per film for Disney, and they're going to give you five films, and you're going to have to sit on a green screen most of the time and not be like dangling from some shit out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> doing <laughs> your own no stunts, bo- no yeah. bombs going on, right? People you know, at I you. think that's what happened to The Rock because, like I said, he had that weird in the beginning when he had those Disney movies like The Two Fairy and. Yep. Game plan oh, yeah. and it was that, that three movie run where he got he got tagged for three movies with Disney and, and that, like, didn't he do that like space that Magic Space yep, Mountain that was one of the okay. three yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm like it just shows that Disney's always had the money they're like hey you want to be a serious actor you want to get this bag exactly well, get this bag because before that would he do Scorpion King yeah mm-hmm. he wasn't getting nowhere with that shit honestly though <laughs> and then Scorpion when you Scorpion King like get shorty like, when you look at the Rock get shorty right? was his, his, and, was oh, his be, best. Oh, be cool it was be cool oh, sorry, you think yeah. be, be cool, cool. Be yeah cool. be cool the was, sequel uh, isn't that the sequel it was the a sequel, sequel to get yeah. he was actually good in be cool yeah. no that's why I said yeah, he, he, oh, he was outstanding he was great in that movie he was great yeah that was kind of like a breakout moment for him yeah but it, but again, it's doing really something. Movies, but it's it's doing something different. And Disney has a problem with like kids just getting dropped off on parents, and it's yeah. like, hey, here's your kid you've never saw. I'm gonna leave for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like 
How is that a Disney movie and the mom did that? Right. And then the whole movie, The Rock is trying to pass her off. To- <laughs> because I'm trying to unload this problem. Kids, kids <laughs> movies, kids movies and shows are terrible. That's one thing I realized watching them. Like, I like the cartoons my daughter watches now because she's finally gotten to that passable age of watching Teen Titans and and stuff like that. There's this show called. Victor and Valentino. I should put that over because that show's dope. It's about two <laughs> little Hispanic boys, and all I the, like it already. All the bad guys in it are like Hispanic, like myths and shit. So like La, Chup- La Chupacabra and shit La like that. Cucuy. Yeah, like all of that. La, La Jorna is one of the bad guys. La Jorna, La Jorna, La Jorna. Excuse me. You're the worst Puerto Rican in the world. I'm not Mexican, so I don't, <laughs> don't know these stories. Don't say it okay? again, though. We said it twice. Don't yeah. say it again. I know. Come on, come on. Anyway. So now, shit, dog. Yeah, see? Anyway, they she deal with this real. in this kid's cartoon, and it's good. It's well done. Like, they do it well. Okay. So my, my daughter watches cartoons like that, but the shit, like, the, the Disney shows that are, like, kids, I hate them. They're bad. I hate They're not shit. interesting. They're they bad to watch. kids playing in them. Right. Like people are fucking adults playing kids' roles. You yep. know what I see a lot of, what I get to watch a lot of? They got laugh tracks in it when the kids say shit that they shouldn't say uh, to the parents. Another yeah. thing my dad. My daughter was laughing at that shit. I was like, hey, try saying that shit to me. It's not going to be no laugh. <laughs> hey, see, see, you know what's funny? My brother said that. My brother pointed out, you know, he goes, you know what the worst thing about those shows are? Is watch every single one of them. The dad is an idiot in every single one of them. And, and all that reinforces like, in your kid's head is that your dad's an idiot yeah. and that you can get one over on and, him by and tricking the, him. And you the know? kids say something smart and it is a laugh track. Like, ah, ah. clapping or something. And I'm like, <clears> I'm going to whoop your ass and play a laugh yeah. track on my yeah, phone. Yeah, they always get the last word in. Like, yeah. here, let me zing you. Then the laugh track hits and that's how the scene ends. Well, right. that, uh-uh. <laughs> that ain't how the scene ends in real that's life. Not that's how funny. Work. Exactly. That's not how the world works. Wow. Okay. All right. So, I guess it's my turn. Um, I'm going to attempt to do a live put over and congratulate somebody that graduated college yesterday so i'm gonna try to call her if college. not I'm, I'm gonna leave her a voicemail y'all can feel free to throw congratulations at her if you want um her yes yeah 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 my, my sis yeah yeah college currently the your call has been forwarded that was pretty seven. quick voicemail. It's not available. No, she's out of, she, tone, out of parents. Please record your message. Call your mom. When you have finished recording, you parents, may okay. hang up or oh. press 1 for more options. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are live on the yeah, Matt yeah. Mania podcast. Hey. Hey. I forgot you are down south at your parents. I know you get no reception out there, but I just wanted to give you a call. Um, I know I couldn't be there yesterday because my job was being a bunch of hoes. Um, but congratulations on the accomplishment. Congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are live on the podcast. This will be live on Spotify sometime tomorrow. Um, just wanted to call once again and say congratulations. I'm going to see you on Friday when you come back down to Phoenix. Um, I love you. Congratulations again. And hopefully, uh, yeah, we're going to do some crazy shit on Friday. And hopefully crazy you shit. listen to your voicemails. Yeah, yeah. check your voicemail because I'm going to get mad if you don't. Answer the phone when and the And we're all calls. coming. We're all coming on Friday. That's right. The whole crew's coming out to whatever we do. So, <laughs> um, yeah, congratulations, sis. I love you, and I will see you Friday. Bye. Cheers. All right, here we go. That was neat. Yeah. Congrats we'll do more to her, of those. man. Yeah, man, it was dope. I I, I got to uh, – I did my first yeah, we can group some. FaceTime with the, the my friends that were there. There was like a big old group FaceTime. That was kind of weird. Everybody's face in a bubble, oh. <laughs> like six of us at once. Yeah, that was kind of strange. I was but, gonna say, Neo, we can do um, surprise Patreon calls. Yo, be, uh, 
I like that. Let's put that in the works. Yeah, we should do that. We should definitely make that a point every episode. Is to call one of the patrons. Yeah, and, hey, you're on those. You're on mm-hmm. with Matt Mania podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, yuck, come in, yuck it up. That is dope. Oh, you getting it in right now? You was deep. Mm. <laughs> oh, you was balls deep. In some, in some deep dish I'm pizza. I'm talking about balls deep. But yeah, this is the Matt Mania podcast. Fuck your job. This is a listener-supported show, so <laughs> please head over to all yes. of our sites. We have ProWrestlingTees.com. Right. keep your job so that you can support us. And yes. pay the money <laughs> and get yourself a new T-shirt. Again, go to ProWrestlingTees.com, search Matt Mania Podcast, pick up one of the illustrious tees, and of course, while you're at it... We need be- your money to keep Neo X over here looking fine, draped in um, wrestling merchandise right now. He's this gonna- shirt is currently... Um, <coughs> Re- representing the the Zealot Pro Wrestling Champion Edition of yeah, the world, yeah, 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 Mr. American Kaiju, the <coughs> American Kaiju. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, El American Kaiju. He's got this super card hat on that I'm pretty sure that he stole. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I had a suit. They were giving me things. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Matt Maniacs, please go to ProWrestlingTees.com, pick up our shirts. Hell, if you have um, extra money, go to Steel Cage. Dot com or oh, go to go to the, the steel, steel cage shop that's right they're the king is a soft style that's and right. uh speaking of the patreon we actually have gotten three new patrons over Yo. the last few weeks so big shouts out to chris hardway Yo, i wonder if big shouts out to craig kirkendall and the newest subscriber and patron of the matt mania podcast mr daryl benjamin we appreciate you for craig. doing what paying that money paying that each money. and every week i love you um, craig we hugged craig Profusely. We also, also want to let you know that there is one slot available for $100 per month in the Matt Mania group chat. We're just putting that out there. You want to be a part of that group chat. It is a, an illustrious group chat. No, you, you don't. <laughs> Thank you, Derek, for for. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm first off, I'm sorry. we have a group chat you outside just, of the one that you're in. You just ruined. Yeah, you just ruined that put over that, that we're discussing. Yeah. No, All for right. that hundred dollars, they'll well, get okay, though. The, the Matt Mania slash Steel Ch- Cage group you, chat. You, you, you do you realize guys won't get paid for it. You do realize <laughs> that there's also a Steel Cage group chat that's aside from y'all, which is me a part of it too, uh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, you know. Because you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> one of these days. I'm gonna I'm gonna go full heel. One of these days. One of these days, I'm gonna go full heel. There's also, you know what? There's, there's a group a, chat. There's with, also a Matt Mania group without, chat without me that doesn't have you in it. That yep. has Derek. That, has me. <laughs> that, that we talk shit about how you haven't made it to the Steel Cage podcast yet. That's a, oh, this is great. This completely backfired. See, we also have another group chat with Schlag in it, and then he just writes LOL like every other sentence. Uh, that's that's pretty much what I do most of the time. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> that's crazy. Y'all are uh, crazy. That's crazy. Um, you know what isn't crazy? Wrestling this week ain't crazy. Sure the fuck isn't. It felt like last week was crazy, and then this week just settles <sighs> right into a really I weird I will say <sighs> the, big, the, the big news item this week uh-huh. is courtesy and thanks to the new Fox uh-huh. deal that WWE has. Um, there is this new Yo, wild card rule. The Fox deal is really the thing that's just yeah, making yes, them change all their yes, decisions on it everything. Is. And and I don't I, understand why, <laughs> one, they wouldn't have these things in play already. That's but what makes them look I'm gonna, like a like, because the ratings are down right now. I'm gonna that's tell what makes up. them look like a baby is running things. It's I'm like, gonna tell you, they always <laughs> look like a I'm baby. gonna Kids tell you right coat. now. Kids in trench coats, man. The whole thing with them suggesting at the beginning of the year that they were gonna let fans start running things, even though they really haven't, I feel was right where they went wrong. Because I feel like at the heart of that message that they really were still making that known that we're going to start listening to you guys and going in the direction that you want. Uh Well, you can't do that. 
Television shows don't do that. Look at like the ups and downs of Game of Thrones. Look at the ups and downs of The Walking Dead. Look at yeah. the ups and downs of some of the most successful quote unquote television shows, right? I love the show Barry that me and Big E were talking about this week, right? It's crazy, and it's it's so different from week to week. Sometimes Actually, they just um, hold on a second. You you, you drop something, sir. Uh, it's this name right here. You drop something. Let me pick that back up. Thank you. Um, but anyway, uh, the, this 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 show is is amazing. But I mean, there's a lot of things about it that you just kind of have to enjoy sometimes, including one off episodes that really don't add much to the story. Right? Uh-huh. Every every show has that. Every whatever has it. WWE right now feels like they're out of control. Like they really feel like they are just making shit up five minutes before this live program starts. That to me is the only thing that's exciting about watching it anymore. Eric yeah. Bischoff made this comment about how like it's not even it doesn't even feel like live TV anymore because nothing dangerous feels like it's gonna happen. That's the truest thing that anybody has said about what's wrong with Raw. Well, it's yeah, like I, watching a car wreck is really what it is. I, well, it's not even like watching a car wreck because that's fun and interesting in some cases. It's like watching I, like, but I don't know. But stuff can get super I, I've said super it here before that Raw, that Raw started to feel like a sketch comedy show with wrestling added into it. Like before that Batista thing happened with um, – Trips with Ric Flair, oh, yeah. you know, when he when he supposedly when he choked him up, drug the, him out. Yeah, like what? When was the last time something exciting happened on Raw? I don't. Know. Or even Raw to end on a cliffhanger like Raw used to do when it would still be going on, but the time that they would have to be on TV would end, and only if you were there you got to see what was still happening. But if you weren't, you had to wait until next week or something to find right. out. Like, oh shit, what was going on? Right. You know, like they don't do things like that anymore. Now you're just there, and they're trying to keep you there by saying, hey, the last match of the night is going to be Shinsuke versus Sami Zayn, and this is the dark match that you're supposed to stay yeah. to the end of the show to see this match. People don't really care because it's it's not entertaining because you're showing us matches that we see all the time. Yeah. And that the, um, the story is convoluted, man, like because wins and losses don't matter. It's not even convoluted. It's straight up just abandoning storylines sometimes because they didn't work out or because they want to go in a different direction suddenly out of nowhere without any thought on finishing it. At the very least, an episodic television show from week to week feels the need to to conclude that story. Right. And consequences, sure. So that's what a lot of people with the wins and losses thing doesn't matter. Well, I don't even mind seeing people job. or I don't mind seeing them have jobbers on Raw like they did this week with, like, the 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 lucha house party but you're gonna use jobbers for the fucking lucha house party like use jobbers yeah. for somebody else that you want to build up but the lucha house party like that just seems they to me like you just were filling time yeah they should you be were just bringing sort of main event to raw yeah it, see and, it, say, and it comes to the point where it's either your episodes are going to be you know, from a from a from a competition standpoint, where Teak's idea comes into play, where if your you know wins and losses should matter, and if it's not that, then it should be entertaining. So there should be segments. You can't. I feel like if they're not doing one or the other, and if they're not, you know, dedicating um, time into one of those choices, it's not going anywhere. They've had a lot of change in personnel when it comes to writers and to producers of segments. But the guys at the top running even, things but even are the, still the same yeah. guys, right? But, but in the last, um, I guess we can even say like six months, like they've been, just been losing personnel back yeah, and but forth. I can, I can definitely say like, yeah, I agree. On a three-hour show, 
like yeah it's got to be it, it can't just be wrestling there has to be some some backstage stuff some other stuff going on that's segment wise here's but the problem yeah, if it's not good though here's the problem then- here's the problem uh, let's be honest they have a fucking show called money in the bank that has a number of entrants in the show if this was New Japan, there would be a tournament set up to determine those competitors into that match. But instead, they choose to completely abandon the thought of making any kind of fucking announcement or even even playing, <clears throat> even just like, okay, these are the people that we picked and whoever wins their matches makes it in. Even if they don't want to go as cool as New Japan would and put a bracketed tournament style kind of thing that makes it exciting and fun they could at least have them win their way into this thing. They don't even do that. Yeah. What well, do they do? They come out and go, here's our competitors exactly. for money in the blank. Fuck you. Give us more than that. Like, no, there's what you could have had over the next three weeks leading up to the show. Yeah, but if you want them to do that, then wins and losses have to matter. I'm right. I understand. Because wins and losses don't matter, but those people, then you're just picking people but to be your that's, champion. That's you're every, just picking oh, people to... Go to, but again, that could have been that could have been that guys. could have happened. Right. Just let's if we want these eight people to be money in the bank, let's yeah, book them. We'll book them to be that. Right. But at least if they win right. their way in, then they look like yeah. they look they good. belong there and instead of just saying, "Oh shit, these guys again." Especially if you have to win two preliminary matches to make it into Money in the Bank, not just one. That's what, a like, play-in tournament that actually involves, yeah. especially when you're only talking about a limited number of guys making it from each show. And the only person who really had a fight for their spot was Ricochet. Right. Now, now here's my thing, though, is, again, not harping too much on this New Japan thing because they've done plenty wrong themselves at times, right? Yeah. But what they've always done is they've always stuck to certain tournaments and yeah. such, and they do it it's every a competition. year. And it, and it never gets old. Yeah. G1 never gets old. Super Junior, best of Super Juniors never gets old. No. And they don't even change the format. It's just the same yeah, shit every year. because a tournament that constantly has – wrestling constantly has new people coming in right. so by the time a tournament comes around you're going to get new now most see, of the time it's the see, same guys to, every to go year, off though. of that they'll even make a tournament and then they'll they'll mm. they'll book it to where the rival factions like are in the are, are like in the in the main event you know mm. what i'm saying and that's where the story gets sprinkled in is within the factions so that's why they're yeah. able to they're able to to provide all the competition in sport and sprinkle in a little bit of story just to make it more interesting. Here's the thing. When you have a tournament, you have consequences because of that tournament. Or a guy from round A comes back and beats the shit out of the guy that beat him and yeah, causes I mean, him like to lose his match like in round B. Like a basketball B. tournament. Like exactly. Like when a number one C get knocked out or something, Ex- you're like, you know, it throws it throws everything out. If our truth like, breaks AJ or some shit <clears throat> like that, right? Right. It's amazing. And that's the kind of things that they're missing out on. Mm-hmm. So what, when I say that, I mean when you look at what how bad this week in particular was and and the extent that they had to go to in order to provide an entertaining episode of Raw which was basically let's call all of our main eventers over from Smackdown to be here in order to give you an entertaining episode of Raw and oh yeah oh and we're going to rehash matches from Wrestlemania that weren't even that good or memorable in the first place that's what we're going to do instead you could be doing something fresh and new the problem is you still have Kevin Dunn, you still have Vince McMahon calling the shots. And these people yeah, are yeah. out of ideas, and they're just phoning the shit in every fucking year with all of these pay-per-views the same way they do. There's no, like, new blood. There's no new thought process. There's no new ideas. Yeah. Everything just gets shut down. And they literally take the like the, the path of least resistance. They take 
the path of, well, I mean, we'll just announce the money in the bank competitors. <clears throat> Nobody goes like, hey, man, let's do like a tournament thing. And like, and someone go, well, yeah, that's what, good. We should do that. Like, no, what, there's none of that. What WWE likes to do that they think that people enjoy but it's so lazy is that they just like to or they just like to do rumbles like over the rope like yes battle royals yes. that's their thing like oh if we need to do a tournament we'll just have a battle royal whoever or for some reason like, beat the fucking clock challenges like <laughs> who wants to see that ever whoever wants to see a beat the clock Bring challenge Bring back king of the ring yes that's what they need to do because a fucking pre-show battle royal yeah. is not what Anybody I don't want to watch Battle Royale. You know what? I don't even need what them to ha- bring what back. What does having the Andre the Giant trophy do for you? you that's know kind, of, but that's the kind of that's same Ron thing. A King, of, well, King of the Ring is the same thing. That's the only problem I have with that, right? No, but it should no, you a title King shot. of the Ring gets you something. <clears throat> get you no, it didn't. You just were the king. There was no title shot that was guaranteed because I thought, you were the King no, of the Ring. Because I, I could have yeah, sworn, yeah, sworn Brock won it. It's happened at times. He got a title shot right after that. You get a scepter. It's not always though. It's not constant. You just get sometimes, a in a crown. well, they should all, change it where you, maybe a it's, coat. A, it's a tournament where you get sometimes an that's title right, shot. Right. Sometimes that's all that all it does. That's your thing. And again, one of the most successful pay per views you ever had. It was one of the big fours at one time, right? Well, but, if that's not the rules, then they should bring it back and definitely make it that. Because how do you become? The, how are you the king and then you don't get a fucking? You don't title. No, you did not get a yeah, title. Like, you weren't no, guaranteed a title if I'm, shot. If I'm the king, king of the ring, then that right? means that I'm fucking next in line. Yeah, it wasn't like Royal Rumble. No, no. it was not. Unfortunately, Everything but they should be like that. But they make the rules on that. It's their show. Right, and fly. so that's the thing about it that's most ridiculous. <laughs> Did Money in the Bank replace King of the Ring then, so to speak? Essentially, Esen- yeah. No, in they essence, just they no. just stopped doing King of the Ring, and then Money in the Bank happened a few years after that. Oh. Yeah, because it wasn't big, like a direct replacement. SummerSlam technically replaced King of the Ring because it used to be WrestleMania, <laughs> Survivor Series, King of the Ring, Royal Rumble. Those was used mon- to be the big. Was four. Money oh, in the oh. Bank before TLC? Or was it a fucking correlation of them starting to do all the latter Ooh, shit? I don't know what was first, Money in the Bank or TLC. See, King Probably. of the Ring was more popular in the 80s and then 80s, SummerSlam 90, early 90s. Yeah. I feel like the Hardys and Edge and Christian and all those guys bringing in the whole, all of that those ladder just, shit. Those were just matches, though. They, they, first they, Money in the Bank was 2005. And it was okay. at WrestleMania, wasn't it? Or is that the first pay-per-view? Yeah. Oh yeah, the pay-per-view. They actually it was the first pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it debuted. No, I'm it, sorry. Before it, says it was here, a match the Money in the Bank ladder match debuted WrestleMania 21 in 2005. Correct. Oh, so that's that's the match. But one of the first right. pay-per-view when it was oh. its own pay-per-view okay. was uh, like four or five years after that. I yeah. Believe. Right. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's relatively. Yeah, yeah. New, But I mean, a lot of people like it. It's kind of like the Elimination Chamber too. So both of those, Elimination Chamber and Money in the Bank, same thing. You have a bunch of dead time. You have three hours to fill on a weekly show. Why the hell aren't you doing tournaments and stuff like that for those oh, kind of 2010. shows? Yeah. Okay. You know, why Why aren't yeah. you doing those kind of things? And that's the thing is, is that there's no creative thinking within wrestling about how to make things in the playoff type situations. Playoffs? And just make things more exciting, right? I mean, every week. Well, yeah, because they're giving us, um, they're giving us the results already. When and then they're still making us have to deal with the backlash instead of giving us the instead of us seeing what's happening and then learning as it goes. Yeah, because if you're telling me like, oh, these are the competitors and then for the next couple of weeks, I got to see these competitors be mad at each other and fight and and everything leading up to this. And then I still know I got to watch them fight at the pay-per-view. You get what I'm saying? It's like. You're just watching the same people do the same thing the whole time when in actuality what you're saying the other way around 
you don't know who's going to be the competitors in the right. in the pay-per-view right. until so either he, they win a match or until you know the go home show. Yeah, it gives you a something. reason to tune in. Even if you have an, a good idea, there's always a swerve that can be put into place. There's always something you can do to make it interesting. What you always want is you always want a wrestling fan to be thinking that anything could happen at any point. That's that's where you're really lost in the product. We all know it's it's fake. We all know it's choreographed. We all know it's all storyline. <gasps> Do what? Oh, Should I go? Should I just go now? All right. The fuck out of here, Derek. Uh, Neo. <laughs> um, that was a wild tangent. We just went down like a super but long. It's rabbit. very, but it's what's wrong I'm with it. Right? It's what's yeah. wrong with it right now. Those, it really is because like, what are, are they the even doing of, right now? Um, the Steel Cage Podcast. Those words yeah. are not, <laughs> not yeah, the views and opinions reflect. of the Matt Mania yeah, Podcast, nor does look, it reflect. Our Patreon subscribers in any way. Yeah, in I, my in my opinion, okay. they should just end that money. end the stupid brand split. Just have everybody on every show, because essentially what you're going to get now, because you have the wild card rule, and five people every week can go on both shows. Wild card bitches. So basically, you're going to get the five best people three, from both shows. Three point two people from mm-hmm. each show. Yeah. Can well, go it depends. Either you, fucking way, you have a certain amount of people that you can use each week. So if you use three this week, then you actually have to you use have a little six, carryover the same next day. week. No, it's not six. It's five because you got to carry the remainder of the previous week that you didn't use, <sighs> and then you times that by two. Then you take that and you divide, divide that, that by the number no, of no, shows. No, 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 no. You no, you add that to the number of shows, and then you add that to the three point two eight allotment mm. that you have. Learn per week. your math. Yeah. So potentially, what you could do is squander it all on one week and then math, go in math, debt math. for the amount of guys you can have. So then that would mean on the next episode of Raw, you'd have to go into a deficit where you couldn't right. actually have guys from your show appear either mm-hmm. on SmackDown or Raw. They would just have to stay home, but you'd have to pay them for it. But that's a whole other byline thing. So then you have the allotment of SmackDown guys that can come over once you get back into the positive, but you, like, again, you only have that 3.28 allotment. Yeah. So... And depending on their height, <laughs> weight... <laughs> 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 I was trying to keep that in. No, why? I don't even understand it. Uh, and why? Like Vince seems insane, mm. even during that segment. It's and all Fox's fault. No, it, it. That's an easy cop out, and I maybe it's true. Maybe I think it's, it's true. I, I believe it's true because the narrative is Fox wants to see more superstar talent because they're acquiring quote unquote everywhere. SmackDown, SmackDown's going to Fox, mm-hmm. yeah. therefore they want to see you know heavy hitters on SmackDown, but gonna, they have them. That's where you're going to see Brock Lesnar. Oy. But the biggest problem with, with Roman that, going to SmackDown, I thought that was probably one of the biggest gets. I, I, then he I, went back to Raw. I mean, but he's going back and forth. <laughs> That's exactly. He's a wild card. They're just going to flip flop each and every fucking week. So just do us all a favor. Have both rosters be open. Still have the titles. Still have Kofi with the straps. Still have but then who has no, the strap on Raw. No continuity. Seth, Seth has the strap. What continuity? Why, 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 wouldn't, why wouldn't there be continuity? They've done this before. I just. You don't want you don't want two champions. I, I, no, I, I would like two champions, but on two separate brands. They could be separate brands, but not separate rosters. The just problem keep people just rotate. The problem with just keep the, everybody on both shit. Split I hate all of this. Is that what would you what would you prefer? Oh, the, actually, I'll, I'll let you. The roster is too large for the brand split to not be in effect because then what you end up with is pay per views that will have the same people. On all the pay-per-views because... But that's what we get now anyway. No, you don't. You get different people on Raw and SmackDown. But we get the same people fighting the same people. But you wouldn't get any... You, 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 you it's essentially the same thing. Though. You would lose out on certain people, wouldn't get any shot. But you would get new people every year. 
is what would happen. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, it, with all these stupid rules, with the, with the way they're doing this wild, it's just stupid. It makes a super the whole superstar shakeup this year to me was pointless. It, it was because they've it been was, like they, been they've been like the plucking. You can come over here. We're gonna grab you two weeks later. This is the most erratic year ever. Like, like Vince needs. I mean, at least when we I had the say draft, it, I'm not gonna say it. Vince needs to fucking go home. When Vince when Vince passes, whenever you know, he needs to go home, he's gonna out, he's gonna outlive he us all. To go he, he's gonna outlive us all though. He needs to stop putting a headphone <laughs> on. I heard he needs to. You know what's wrong? What? Who who the fuck is running these shows right now? Vince? No, like who is supposed to be running the show on the show? Who is the commissioner of these shows right now? Vince? There aren't any. There aren't any? And Vince. that's why shit is Even if there was, Vince, that just in Vince has final word over it's everything. It's off the rails because there's nobody there running the shows right, right now. Right, 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 right. Like what you're like, saying there's is... There's no authority, there's well, no... There's and that was no, what was weird to me, is on, on Raw particularly, even the guys, the wrestlers who know what's going on storyline-wise, seem confused. They don't know what's going well, on. Well, no, but they seem purposefully confused, not just, like, honestly confused. Yeah. They seemed, like, storyline confused, like they yeah. were acting confused, right? Yeah. And I feel like the Vince doing just wild, erratic things is, like, part of what's going on right now. I'm not sure if that's the direction that they're going in, but, man, the way they treated it was, like, they were like, wait, what? It's like, the, even it's the, the guys were like, what do you mean? You could do go from one show to another? What do you, what do you it's mean? It's the equivalent to, like, I can do my job, my 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 boss's job now. Yeah, right. You know? He's crazy. He's, He's crazy. lost his shit. Like, I can do a better job. Yeah, but here. what's even weirder is that, like, how does Roman say on how does Roman have an argument on Twitter with the WWE say no I go where Twitter I want to say hey I'm coming to I'm coming to Raw yeah. no you're not yeah I'm gonna be on Raw and then he shows up like if you didn't want him on Raw he wouldn't fucking be there like what type of fucking bullshit is it's this? dumb like, it's, just, it's <laughs> fake heat that they're trying to get on Roman for being an anti-company guy because they know anti-company guys are popular with the fans. Yeah, but you can't do that over Twitter with the business that's account. That's what they're fucking trying to do. <laughs> the they're, business they're, account. Like, that's the thing is, is like right now I feel like they've completely <laughs> lost their way and they don't know how to like do kayfabe shit any longer in this modern world. Everybody <laughs> knows insider stuff too much and they can't really pull the wool on people's oh, eyes. Yeah, the internet you know? blew all that, blew the lid wide open off They all still that have shit. done a good job. And honestly, the, the thing about it is if they just stuck to their storylines and stopped letting the internet and other people affect what they're doing, then we would just watch. But I, I Well, the I, thing that they still depend on is that the average fan is not us. The average, the average wrestling fan is yeah. not the dirt sheet reading, keeping up with everything online. Even keeping up with every episode of the show, right? Right. Like exactly. they just catch every so once in a while. I don't do that. That's where most of their and you do a wrestling podcast. I hate it. My brother, I don't you're, watch it. I'm happier for it. Yeah, exactly. You know about dirt sheet shit, but you're not even watching every episode. That's what I'm saying. I watch. Dirt. I see enough to know what was going on, and if I really want to watch something, I'll watch something. It's tough, but it's man. Not, but it's not enough to get invested in anything right now. Storyline wise, we have, a, we have no. a bigger opinion about yeah. things. I'm invested not, in nothing storyline wise right now. That's, that's kind of sad to say. I don't, care. I don't care about none of these stories. The only thing that I'm holding on to, what's that, is Andrade. Like I want to see Andrade do see, it. Big. I care yeah. about I care about weird side shit too. Like yeah. I kind of like the Shane Miz storyline. I for some reason, depending I'm, on what the payoff is, sure. You know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm interested in swole ass Braun going after <laughs> Sammy. Hey. I mean, but again, they even had that as their big spot, right? That big moment yeah. that they yeah. like to do on Raw, yeah. and they fuck it. Like Teak said, man, they botched it by then showing Sammy showing up alive the very next night on SmackDown. Like. You 
You Take couldn't even get one week without him after yeah. he got crushed. Think, in, although AJ did I cut him down a little that bit. I want to talk about that on the on the after hour. All okay. right. I was gonna say if Bye. if we learn anything from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part One, mm. you can survive a trash true. compactor. That's very true. But real quick though, since we are talking about WWE and we we were just talking about Vince McMahon. Um, I know Derek saw because you you retweeted it. There was a thread on Twitter that went viral this week, that was amazing, amazing Vince McMahon stories. Can we search that real quick? Oh my, so absolutely! You should. Good. You should pull it and read a couple. There's some great. Oh my god! Uh, like there's a couple of people that I love because I consider them to be wrestling historians. Yes. On Twitter, for instance, and uh, you know, it's it's fun follows. They bring up stuff old. Good old stories that you've never heard before, all sorts of stuff. There's but, some great fucking stories in there. I man. mean, this, and none of it seems that far fetched. I believe all of it. Yeah, this particular one, this thread is by Alan Cheapshot, yep. and uh, it's just all of these. It's 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 a gathered thread of all the different crazy ass <laughs> stories that you've heard from about Vince McMahon on different podcasts, on, different on, shoot interviews, yeah. on different podcasts, different everywhere, right? And I mean, some of them are very funny. Some of them are typical Vince. Some of them aren't even crazy. Some of yeah. them are just kind of honestly like he's kind of adorable at times, right? But it just shows the really weird, erratic behavior of this really rich guy in charge of this insane world that he didn't even start he was basically bestowed upon and then took it to the next level yeah he elevated it yeah but well some, he kind of stole it <laughs> he kind of stole it yes that's true yeah, yeah. i mean hey what's in the family um one of my favorite things is when stephanie uh hired this writer and apparently he came in and joined the team and he was listening to Vince and while Vince was talking he started nodding and <laughs> Stephanie had to pull him aside and say you need to stop nodding Vince hates, hates nodding. nodding I like the one about the sneezing no, Vince oh hates and the sneezing. sneezing right um, no the one where he shits himself oh yes. that one's great too where he was crazy trying to but the, it started off with they were in a car traveling. With they the were Briscoes. in a car with Gerald Briscoe and, and Pat, he, is it Pat Patterson. Jim Ross. Oh, Jim Ross. Yeah, Briscoe. Briscoe. Uh, <laughs> no, Jr. Farted, JR. farted and made Briscoe start <clears throat> gagging. And then <laughs> the next day, yep, here comes Vince at Gorilla. Tried to shit in his pants. Tried to fart, and instead <laughs> he shit himself. <laughs> the best part about it, though, he had to go out to the ring immediately and cut a promo with shit pants, and there with and the cameramen were directed to shoot Vince from the waist up. Please. Here, I mean, this is the same guy who blew out both his fucking quads. That's the, that's my favorite. Vince. That's the best and my favorite Vince McMahon. And that's the story that happened like, on live. Like, well, like how do you happened. like how, so, how do you walk to the ring and try to climb in and you blow out both of your quads at the same time? There's facts on this thread like, and then i and then sit in the corner and you still like yeah your promo and shouldn't do what you're doing from from sitting in the corner <laughs> yeah these ladies sat there and it was in pain yep that had to hurt like a bitch there, there there's oh. there's there's stories and then there's facts on chris this jericho thread. said he took a picture of vince sleeping at the airport he showed the picture to vince who demanded he deleted immediately. yes <laughs> Like, like my favorite Vince fact on this thread is that Vic, obviously he would. Vince thinks throwing or pushing someone into a swimming pool while fully clothed is the funniest thing on planet Earth. Yeah. But then there's a story about how a, a few years ago they had a company party that was a snow cone party. Oh right? yeah. And so it's in the back lot of the TV studio, which isn't the actual part of the headquarters you see on TV. And Vince is a huge snow cone fanatic. So after he ate 
like ten snow cones. He gets up. He gets up in front of everybody with the microphone, and in the same Vince McMahon, "You're fired, boys," says that he loves snow cones. <laughs> and it was awkward, and they had to hold back their laughter with how surreal the whole moment was. He was. Snow cone drunk? Yeah, he was snow. He cold. was sugar high. Yeah. Um, yeah, that thread is great, man. I was cracking up I mean, when I was reading uh, it. of all the things, though, I don't know why this stood out to me What's to that? be the weirdest, is that Paul Heyman said that Vince Vince is so competitive. <laughs> oh, he yes. Can, he can grow a fantastic beard, apparently. Yes. Super thick, super, like, just amazing, man super beard. manly, and super he, man and he, beard. And, and he won't do it. Why? Why? As Heyman asked him, he said, Vince's answer was, I can't let it win. <laughs> yeah, that's that is the Vince what McMahon the fuck? way. Like okay, so and I was asked, and that's to give, why Vince won't die because I, he can't. He may never because die. that means he'll lose. Did I give He's, my Vince McMahon story on the Patreon the last time I was here? Because if I didn't, about the I burger, will, you about, did. about the yeah. burger, right? Yeah, yeah. So so like, you said he ate the whole thing. Yeah, he ate the whole thing. And How like, big was it? I mean, it was big, but the more important thing was like it, it was, was obviously yeah. not for people. It was not his. It was not for <laughs> anybody to grab. It was a display. They were bringing people in groups by to see what the burger looked like. He just like. grabbed it? He just fucking grabbed one and ate it. He just ate the display burger. He just burger. ate the display burger. <laughs> it was fresh? Without asking? Yeah, because they were the first people through, so <laughs> it was fresh. <laughs> <laughs> they still just took were the you going to tell burger. Vince no? <laughs> Fuck no, I'm not. And exactly. not a single person in Chase Field was going to tell Vince God no. Goddamn, pal. Look at that burger. <laughs> oh, that, that, that burger's looking kind of scrumptious. Just sat there and ate What's it? on that burger there? Didn't share it? Didn't cut it into fours? What was on that shit? Um, Everything? Was, oh, so much stuff coleslaw that was, shit is like was, um brisket the bone docks when they had the um, punch burger the, the itis, oh, the itis the, burger the luther <laughs> yeah the yeah, luther, the luther. But remember yeah. at the restaurant yeah. they had the beds. Yeah, I've had I, I've had the, I had a Luther at the fair. I've had it, at and the that fair shit too. was fucking great. Yeah. Wait, it's, I have it's only a lot at the fair. Yeah. I have one exactly. that I need to read. Read like, it. Okay, Todd Pengale interviewed with Vince. <laughs> Oh man! I you know. can't even get through it. You're laughing <laughs> no, already. This guy. I know. Yeah, I, I know what he's gonna say too. It's great. Okay. Uh, okay. Todd Pengale interviewed with Vince and and didn't think it was going too well, so he left the room feeling kind of dejected. He also interviewed with a few higher ups, and on his way he out, he stopped in the bathroom. Someone in the stall was just destroying the toilet. <laughs> just the foulest uh, <laughs> smell and loudest farts. And Todd, in the weird mood from his failed interview with Vince, pipes up and says, Hey, buddy, how about a courtesy flush? And then after a few seconds of silence, Vince's unmistakable cat cackle from behind the stall door. <laughs> you, imagine, you got a shit. You imagine you walk into a bathroom and someone's blowing that shit up and it's fucking Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Pettengill got the job, by the way. <laughs> he did get the job. There's like, there's, I mean, there's even, like I said, there's endearing things about him throwing candy at superstars while they're on the plane and hiding like <laughs> yeah. a little kid. There's, you know, this thing about how, you know, Mr. Fuji was in bad shape and refused to ask for any help from WWE and he literally just sent Earl Hebner with a, a bag, bag of, full of money. Just a bag of money. Just a bag of money over there, right? But when that's, you, that's such a wrestling move. It's a bag it really of, that's, a, that's a wrestling thing. Like a, it had a, a, a right? fucking a brown one with a dollar sign on it. I bet. <laughs> that's like all it, it was a Right sack out of the Monopoly With some game. twine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a prop. But then there's this weird article of, you know, from Playboy. and Oh, that was creepy. It's it's creepy. It's weird. It's honest, which we don't get out of Vince a lot, where he's yeah. just talking about something like this that yeah. he really shouldn't be so honestly and openly. 
But at the same time, too, like things like that and the way that he was raised and being like in this family and everything being so weird. In this business. In this business, right? I think that's one of the reasons why this guy's so kooky and weird. And like when you look at a lot of his behavior, a lot of it's very immature at its core. Uh, it's it's tough. It's fake tough guy tough. It's I want to wrestle Kurt Angle on an airplane, or I want people to stand up to me. So I want the Jericho Heart Foundation ha- <laughs> to perform their finisher on at me. a yeah, strip club. Yeah, a strip club. Or I want <laughs> or Jericho hit, has to go up to Kofi and they hit him hard, and they hit him hard. Yeah, Co- he has to tell Kofi that you have to fight him now. Like that's such a crazy <laughs> thing for Jericho yeah. to watch it up to a um, young Kofi and be like, no, you have to fight him now. He fucking punked you, and that's you just, the only uh, way I respect you. You just ma- you, you just mentioned Kurt Angle, and I read an article this week about Kurt Angle that made me laugh, and I want to congratulate Kurt Angle for continuing to believe in storyline continuity. Um, the, the article was essentially he was interviewed about his match at WrestleMania with Braun Strowman, but with Baron Corbin. Um, and he admitted that wasn't the match he necessarily would have wanted. <clears throat> um, he said he is done with wrestling. He's hoping to get into like a managerial role. And then he said, you know, you know, if I ever decided to come back to wrestling, hopefully I can come back with my son, Jason. And when he and we can do some tag team wrestling together, and I'm just like, God bless you. Keep the storyline going, Kurt. You. Keep right. that storyline going. Your son disappeared. Your son is probably never going to wrestle again. He went to Neverland. Yo, so um, since we're just like talking about shit and not really talking about what happened on wrestling, I mean, this is better I than what to, happened on wrestling this week. I wanted to bring up this hot take that I saw online what you got? and see what Teach you guys thought takes. about this. Is that um, it says. Ronda Rousey yeah. was the only reason WWE put so much attention on the women. The roster today feels diluted without her. Dilute, Becky dilute, Lynch dilute. is stuck on repeat, and the female roster is not doing enough to make an impression. Besides Charlotte Flair, no one causes a buzz. What you guys think about well, that? Well, Sasha Banks causes a buzz for all the wrong reasons. But, yeah, that article is pretty is pretty accurate, I think. Since since the um, I, well, since the media <clears throat> match that I don't know if it was necessarily went down the way people didn't. Really this is my thing. I was a Ronda Rousey fan, but I was also annoyed by Ronda Rousey because I didn't think she was really all that good. She got better, but she wasn't. Yeah. And I thought with a year under her belt and what training hard and whatever she was doing, we would, we would have gotten better matches. But there was always something in a Ronda Rousey match when she was going against somebody that was more skilled. That you would see a botch, or she wouldn't take a move right, or she wouldn't perform this right. It just never looked right. Yeah. Um, now that she's gone, I'm kind of glad she's not there right now. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I wish there was pr- some more competition or some you know better competitors for Becky to go against. I don't want to see Becky and Charlotte again. I'm sorry. I'm tired of that shit. Um, I don't want to see. Nor do I want to see Becky and, and the and the woman's right lady, the the prissy bitch. Nor do I want to see Becky and Ooh. Bailey. Oh, nobody wants to watch. <laughs> that. See, I wouldn't mind watching uh, Charlotte and Becky if it was title versus title again, something like that. You think you you think Bex is going to lose one of the belts at Money in the Bank, or is she going to hold them both for a little bit longer? I think she's going to lose one. <clears> to be honest, I think she's going to hold both of them for a minute. They got the they got merch like they have a shirt with her where she's like yeah. a, they have a couple of new shirts that just came out, which I, I want one of them. It's pretty dope. Yeah, she's holding up both straps. Yeah, but wait a minute. Sorry. Yeah. 
at Money in the Bank, she has two matches, right? Yeah, she does. Somebody's going to cash in on her, and she's going to lose. Because there's a women's Money in the Bank match, right? Yeah, assuming that the cash-in happens that night, which it could. But I mean, I wouldn't see why it wouldn't if she's already had two matches. It makes yeah, sense. It yeah, it does, because then, yeah, that third match to that, put her over the top. Yeah, that's like, almost, oh, you defend it twice, but three yeah, that's, times That's like many. when Jericho won the Undisputed. He had three matches that night. That was The third match is when he won the shit. So, yeah, that makes sense. Somebody could cash in knowing she's been busting her ass twice. Right. And but hopefully, if they cash in, do they get both titles, or they got, or do they get to that, pick which title they? Ooh, that that's that could be interesting. Well, next week's a go home show, so we'll definitely get into that next week. To me, they they definitely shot their load way too soon for Money in the Bank. They should have announced everything this week, and then gave us a, a week for it to bubble because they're not doing anything to make this seem any better than it is. Like I don't care. Yeah, what do you think about that whole women's situation? Do you think that since um. Since Mania and since um, Ronda's left, that the, <clears throat> that the whole, like, women's competition has, like, fizzled and kind of died off. Because, I mean, before Mania, that was, that was, like, the main thing that we cared about. That's we, all we cared about. We that were talking about that the, that the women's matches are the more mm-hmm. important ones or things yeah. like and that And that was right because now. you had Becky in a, in a situation where, you know. She was chasing. She was chasing, still. fighting from underneath and, you know, catching favor with the universe. Um, Which she's she's better at. She's better at, and honestly, I felt like Becky Lynch, uh, you know, post Mania hasn't been the same. She's more hamming it up to the crowd. Uh You know what I'm saying? Versus, you know, maybe like you know, having more of a chip, more of an edge to her with those titles because she she can do a lot more. You know, with it with a more edgier attitude. Yeah, I'm good, man. His eyes popping out though. Yeah, it's it's good. Okay. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like I just feel like if she had a little bit more edge to it, like why does she have to give time to Lacey Evans? You know, because they want to all of a sudden build Lacey out, out of nowhere. Exactly, Lacey's trash. Versus where? Why are you gonna uh, have um, you know? I think Becky a lot of dust people, on Lacey. I think when a lot Lacey of people has have no opinion on that. You know, she has no worth. Correct. Okay. Here's the thing. Are though. you saying correct that you also think Lacey Evans is trash? I do. Okay. But I'm just going to say, like, WWE's formula for getting guys over a lot of times is dust. by is by getting them that, that you know, that rub yeah. by, by putting them over on certain people. It's what they're doing right now with Spr- Lars. Sprinkle some crack and on And it's mm. working pretty well with Lars because I feel like his run right now, what they're doing with him, is better than anything they did with him in NXT, and he looks better than he ever did in NXT. It reminds me of Braun when Braun was going on like that monster run of just beating people up for no reason. Mm. And it honestly looks even kind of more vicious and more, you know, more just vicious, like unnecessary attacks. Braun, when he was doing it, was still coming off of the stench of being a Wyatt family member. So he had that to overcome of, of being his own guy at that point. They still effectively made Braun his own thing by all the other extracurricular activities they but did they with it. they fed Braun a bunch of, um, a bunch of nobodies. No, and again. he was coming up, and they brought Lars in, and just he just started murdering legends. But Braun got into it with Roman, and they had an epic, you know, rivalry that involved a lot of truck flipping. And, oh, yeah, you that know, stuff was good. Then I'm they became friends. Like they, before they let Braun get into it, when they those guys, they were feeding them all of those. Um, jobbers. Those well, see, jobbers so yeah. that he could, because, as they said, Braun was still learning how to wrestle Correct. or fly. Right, the, and there's the, a lot of those the guys. Thing. There's a lot of those. The WWE produced people. Not the, not when you look at like NXT and the years 
and years of experience that you have combined between the indie stars now that are the stars of NXT, Gargano, Cole, Ciampa, all of those guys, they all have years of, of wrestling under their, you know, under their belt. And they are putting on a phenomenal show. Again, that's the reason why Ricochet and Aleister Black are two of the hottest members on the current roster right now because of the years that they have perfecting themselves off screen. So you're not seeing their, their you know, practice live on television. You're not seeing them get better week in and week out on live on television. They're already perfectly polished main event performers, right. you know, and there there's so many of those under the WWE roster that for them to constantly be pushing Lacey Evans and Lars down our throat is a big par- problem with like their star power and such right now. You know, even even guys that aren't heels that they want to put on us, it's like I don't even understand No Way Jose's purpose anymore. Has the guy ever finished a match? Right, but I don't Is feel like... Is he still there? Yeah, he, he was just got beat up by Lars. He, he just, ca- Lars. He just so conga lining the way? conga lines his ass out but there. But that's the thing when up. you say you don't... I don't feel like Lars is getting them forced down our throat because I feel like that, that they always have like a Goldberg or Brock Lesnar or Braun like that True. just comes in and just murders everybody on their way to doing whatever they're going to do. Right. And I saw, that in the, I saw that potential in them in NXT. I was like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna come up to the main roster. He's gonna kill. Forced, forced down your throat is is wrong terminology. What I, I guess what I mean is people that they are the rocket, getting, a, they're they get getting, the, yeah, they get the rocket tied to their back, and they don't have necessarily the the. the I mean, the experience in the ring to be on the, the on the stage. They the are. polish, but they that's, <laughs> right. that's who WWE sees right. the next person up. So they're exactly gonna, so they're gonna make it happen. And right. Lacey has at least shown some pretty good skills in the ring at times. I'm just not really interested when she had. That Matt, I rocks looking at me like I'm the same person right now. <laughs> I like, just peeked up like what? they 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 let her do all of the things she did well in a in a match against the jobber. The and only thing went, that I like about her is up, the name of her finisher. That's a fire name it for is a, a finisher. Fire finisher. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, again, here's my. But thing. Becky no sold it the first time that I saw it, so it's irrelevant. Yeah, WWE and a KO punch is a is a weak finisher. I've always felt like a punch is a weak. Finisher. Here's what I'm gonna say. I agree with that. It's kind of like you uh, want smoke with the big show, like the like. The the fucking Tongan grip or it's anything still, like that. Right. It's still, you want to smoke not, with the big dog? If it's not the big show, then who's knocking you out with a punch? Roman Reigns? WWE well, makes characters <laughs> now, even their villains, that are safe, right? When you look at Lacey Evans, and I've said this for a long time, they needed to go all the way with her, just straight up have her be Trump flag-waving, supporting Republican that you, like... Nobody yeah. can stand. The problem is, is what's that going to happen when you go to some of those Midwestern states and such? You're going to have a bunch of people cheering for her because of that shit, right? But it doesn't matter. They don't do things just controversial like that anymore for there to be, like, excitement and for it to feel dangerous and for it to feel like it's unsafe. Everything that they have that they want to, like, it's like they're a trapeze act yeah, constantly telling you how dangerous it is and you see all the padding and mattresses below it. You're like... There's a net and five pads <laughs> below it, and you're trying to tell me how dangerous I'm it not, is. I'm not sure if they would have had her be, like, Trump supporter or whatever because I thought that – I think that the image they're trying to do is, like, just, like, women's power, which is why they're doing, like, the whole with Becky Lynch being the man. And when she cuts promos on her, she's calling her the man, like, trying to say, like, the man is trying to put women down, and she's supposed to be, like, the top woman. So I see what they're doing with that. Yeah. Um. I just feel like, first off, they just, like, wasted her for too long with the the walkouts that she was doing to the ring. Correct. They did do that. It, that it was went for too long stupid. with yeah. no payoff. 
to it finally being like her walking down to the end of the ramp and Becky was there. And that's when they had their confrontation. Well, and she did it during men's matches. She did it during tag team. She did it yeah. during talking segments. Just, she did it whenever she wanted to. Right. It was like um, that other chick who, um, damn, the redhead chick that got fired from WWE. Even remember? Marie? Yeah. Remember when they she kept on terrible. teasing her? Yeah. And she would keep coming out and like not doing shit. It's like stuff like that is like, <clears throat> yeah. You got way too much talent on the roster to be wasting time with just bullshit if you guys don't really have something that you guys are planning on doing with this. Yeah, see, and that's why I went back to his his point where I liked what she did with the enhancement girl, where she called out all the talent yeah. to kind of, you know, ruffle or, you know, basically puff her feathers out. Uh-huh. That was cool. I appreciated that. It's just she should have done that prior to trying to get into it with Becky. It's like she wants to make that impact and all that. I get all that. It's just honestly, whatever, man. I mean, there's there's stale right now, man. They after after she won those titles, and I keep saying like I'm not behind um, her like I used to be. Well, that that botched finish at Mania and then um, Ronda just leaving doesn't sit well with anybody. I don't think so. Like no matter that we know that it's scripted or whatever it is, that doesn't look like a scripted finish because it looks like a botched finish. It looks like. Ronda's, it was a botch finish. It, exactly. So it looks like Ronda's shoulders was up. So Becky didn't really get Ronda's the Ronda's shoulders was up. So then where the fuck is Ronda at? She's off having a baby. Yeah. Is she pregnant already? I don't know. Okay, so then everybody wants to see Ronda and Becky again because there was no clear win. And I think that's, that's why That's always Be- gonna be like an ace in, in the in It's an asterisk. And I think that's why Becky is looking fucking soft ace right now when Look at Rock not and even paying got, attention. I'm no listening. Head. Rock was fucking loving Becky. I still up love Becky. I still, still love Becky. Yeah, but she's fucking. You were you were loving her as some sort of Viking. Uh, she'll beat the fuck out of you, Crimson mm. Mask. Right now, yeah. she's looking soft. Here's 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 the problem: is WWE put themselves in a position to have so much talent that they don't even know what to do with it. They put themselves in a position to have so much talent that they would never let someone like CM Punk hold their show hostage again based on that individual's popularity. They are now a machine that can roll right along the minute that they lose somebody for whatever reason, due to injury, due to contractual obligations, Mm -hmm. due to anything. Uh, They're getting arrested, anything. They can just keep rolling without anybody at this point. Nobody is a big enough star any longer that it's going to be like losing Stone Cold Steve Austin at the height of the popularity in the 90s or The Rock when things were really rolling. That's another funny thing, too, by the way, is there was a thing that came out this week that talked about the popularity of WWE and, you know, this little arc where their ratings were at an all-time high between 98 and 2004. Guess who the fuck was there between 98 and 2004? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Fuck you, Jericho. It was Dwayne (laughs) The Rock Johnson, the biggest star in Hollywood currently. So it really is one of those things that I I made a joke about it, but it's vastly underrated about how popular Stone Cold and The Rock are, how entertaining those two particular people are, and how they elevated, you know, wrestling to those ratings. Now, WCW had amazing ratings too, so it wasn't like it was all of them, but there's something to be said about the, the insane ratings that wrestling once had versus now where it's where it's at. They also don't. They don't need to care about. Were watching it in what they were rated at the time. So yeah. right, there was a lot. The biggest thing besides it those guys show is the fact that it was a dangerous show to watch. It was mm-hmm. something that was cool. <laughs> so like, not only did adults feel 
like it was made for them, so it was enjoyable. It didn't feel like you were getting a kid's show. But then kids liked it because we were fucking kids. So, of course, we wanted to watch something that was too adult and too risky for us to be watching. You know what I mean? Some like parents didn't want their kids watching wrestling. Exactly. So and we're talking were sneaking and doing something that they weren't supposed to be doing. Exactly. Wrestling. And we're talking, like, a huge difference. Like, I think the average... Uh, like viewership in that time was like about nine million viewers versus like now I believe what they're like close to like two point five maybe three million viewers. I think it was at six was their height, but yeah, I mean it was when you consider where they're at now, you're talking about three times, four times the amount of viewers. It was the most popular still show on cable gap television, if it was six or nine. Yeah, I mean, it's still a huge it gap is. in viewership. And and again, <clears throat> it's still a popular show overall. And considering the yeah. the kingdom they've created with the W. WWE Network and everything that they've done, it, it the ratings is a small thing. It's only important when they're doing something like what they're doing with Fox, which comes around to what this all is all about. They they don't know what to do to fix the ratings currently, nope. and they're going the, the the faster they sink, the worse things get. The worse this whole deal is going to look between <coughs> them and Fox by the time you know they take over in October. Right. Well, they already they already got paid. So. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's not <laughs> That's, going anywhere. Uh, but from, I'm just saying, like, from old numbers. But overall, I think the show will be Fox much different. Should, Fox should be able to take over. I mean, I was saying something about that before you walked in, but I was saying, um, I was telling these guys that they have a contingency plan for ratings, and with these ratings going down, I was saying, yes. like, I said they <laughs> they they still haven't unleashed Brock on SmackDown it's yet. True. True. So I'm like, they still have certain things that um, I don't know if they're going to be saving that until um, they officially move to like Fridays for the SmackDown thing or whatever. I, think I they know will. He's, I know he's going to be at um, in Saudi Arabia. Oh, here's the thing: but, is yep. I know they're establishing this wild card rule, and who knows if it's going to still be in effect when Raw and SmackDown even you know split up officially, right? Yeah. But I think that once SmackDown does officially go to Fox, it's going to feel actually like a different sport. Or not sport, a but a different, different show. It may. Yeah. Right now, you, it's produced by the same people on yeah. the same network for the same network by the same people. So there's no way that the, these two shows can it's really feel like different. UFC, WWE. Right. <laughs> well, it's and I think there's a lot of things that are going there, but... Uh, Fox is going to have a they're going to have a, a studio show that's going to be a lot more like the NFL, yeah. you know, halftime show. They're going to have a lot of things there. I think that's going to give it a different feel, particularly for what Fox wants. Yeah. Fox wants to give it a more sports presentation, and SmackDown can be the show that delivers the fire matches week after week. I mean, they have the potential to do that. And I mean, with the wild card rule and stuff going yeah. on, I'm happy that um, that Brock is still in the WWE's possession right now because I want to see Lars versus Brock really? at some point. Matt I want to see Matt Riddle versus Brock, yes. <laughs> WrestleMania 36. Wow. <laughs> and on that note, Matt Maniacs, we are going to wrap this edition of the Matt Mania podcast up. We are, we do still have a Patreon episode to record for, for all the patrons uh, that pay that money each and every month. We have another episode for y'all. Uh, next week is the go-home show for Money in the Bank, so we'll get into the card. We'll break it down. Um, hopefully something exciting will happen on both Raw and SmackDown next week. Who, who knows? Maybe somebody will get taken to a different show or there will be another rule instituted that will reverse the current rule. Who knows, though? Um, but, yes, we are going to get out of here. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Rock Knowledge, R-O-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E. You can find me on your Twitter device at the Neo X. I am at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. So it's K-A-P-K-A-V-E. K A V E M A N. I said cap with a K. Caveman with a K. Cap cap with a K. 
Why are you confusing this? Why are you making this more confusing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I hate you. <clears throat> Move on. Teak. Teak underscore Hall on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And like I said, we'll be back next week. Go home show, money in the bank. Um, this Sunday's Mother's Day, so I'm going to wish Happy Mother's Day to my mother a couple of days early. Not that she'll hear this, but, you know, what are you going to do? I'll take it. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we're going to get out of here and get into some other business. Matt Maniacs, as always, keep your shoulders off that mat. We out of here. Bye. 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 You're listening to the Geekscape Network.